This episode is sponsored by Jill Milan, a premium luxury vegan handbag and accessory brand. All of Jill Milan's bags are designed in the US by award-winning designers and handmade by luxury artisans in Italy, in the same factories that make handbags for Saint Laurent and Victoria Beckham. Jill Milan's glamorous bags have major star power. They've been seen on the arms of celebrities such as Anne Hathaway, Jennifer Lawrence, and Kerry Washington, who have all carried them to A-list events like the Oscars and the Emmys. The brand has also been featured in Vogue, in Style, W, and many more. But it's not all about the glitz and glam. The label is also big on giving back. 20% of proceeds are donated to animal protection charities, and of course, human rights also matter to the brand. All employees at their factories earn a living wage and have paid time off and health insurance. For their 2023 collection, Jill Milan is focusing on sustainability by using vegan leather made from waste from the wine grape industry. A brand that looks good and does good. This is what we love over here at Catwalk Rebel. I have owned a Jill Milan bag myself, and I can honestly say that these accessories are top-notch, both when it comes to style and durability. Highly recommend. To check out their bags for yourself, go to jillmilan.com. Hi Rebels, welcome to a new episode of Catwalk Rebel, the podcast where fashion meets compassion. I'm Sasha Camilli, a former fashion industry professional turned vegan fashion expert. I rebelled against fashion convention to stand up for what I believe in. And in this podcast, I share stories, tips, and thoughts on how to find your style and live a joyful, glamorous life the conscious way. So guys, here I am sitting on my sofa in my favorite pair of jeans. And these jeans are actually a big part of the topic that I will be discussing today. A few years ago, I would never have worn these jeans, and now they're my new favorites. So what changed? It's simple, actually. I got out of my fashion comfort zone. This is what we'll be discussing today, how to leave that rut and dare to explore new things with your style and why this is a good thing, how it can help you flex your fashion muscle and become actually more comfortable in what you're wearing. I have talked before on this podcast about how I used to dress before I started my personal style journey. And back then, I used to not even have a fashion comfort zone because I used to not have a style, basically. In my 20s, I would wear whatever. If you would ask me what my style was, I, would have, I wouldn't have had a clue. I would have been like, well, hmm, I like denim and I like fake leather and yeah, lip gloss. Oh, and I also like whatever Carrie Bradshaw's wearing. So as you can see, I didn't have a clear sense of style, which meant that most of the time I wasn't looking very stylish at all. But something else I didn't have was a fashion comfort zone. I was so brave back then, so courageous, just throwing on whatever I fancied. There was no sense of that's not my style or that doesn't fit with my color 
palette or whatever. Anything could be my style if I decided that it was. That's not to say I liked everything, but I just didn't give myself any limits. And then as I got older, and instead of just being interested in fashion, I became passionate about personal style. I decided to actually set out to find mine. I realized that most well-dressed women whose look I admired, they actually had a clear and distinct personal style. And after many, many years, I did find mine. I'm still always working on it and refining it, but now I have this defined idea of what my personal style is. And to find out more about my whole journey with this, you can listen to episode one of this season. And in that episode, you'll also find tips on how to find your personal style and why you should do this because it's, it's something that's actually good for the environment as well as good for, for your wallet and lots of other reasons. Yeah, just throwing that one in there, episode one. So a lot of this happened as I was writing my book, Vegan Style. When I was writing this book, I was all about capsule wardrobes. It's literally the first chapter of the book, which is hilarious because this just shows that I was just doing what I thought I should be doing as an ethical fashion writer. I'm sure that this chapter will be helpful for many people, and I do believe in those principles. I think they're good basic rules to follow. They're good principles. But lately, I've been thinking about how I was preaching something that I never really followed. I have never had a capsule wardrobe in my life, and I doubt that I ever will have one. I'm just too Gemini for that. My moods change every five seconds. And guys, I am not a minimalist in the slightest. I'm a total maximalist. But somehow, I had the idea that in order to be an ethical fashion person, you need to, you know, be a minimalist, you have to be all about capsule wardrobes. So I started looking into this whole philosophy. And, you know, many people online who talk about capsule wardrobes, I follow and quite enjoy their content. They often mention that you don't need to wear only neutrals. You don't have to buy only really simple, very classic looking garments. And I said this in the book at all, uh, as well. I said, you have to like know your own likes and dislikes. It doesn't have to just be about those classic designs. But these experts, this is what they do, all of them. They are all wearing only neutral colors, you know, the straight leg jeans, the blazers. There's a lot of blazers and trench coats. I think one article I read even said, find your uniform. So suggesting that people wear different iterations of essentially the same outfit every day. And so I had the idea that, right, to be stylish this is what I had to do. I have to find a formula, find my formula, and stick to it. After all, that's what all the personal style capsule wardrobe experts were telling me to do. Find what suits you, find what you love, and wear only that at all times. 
And I was preaching this for such a long time and I really believed in it. Only that what happened for me is I ended up in a fashion comfort zone. I think that the risk of this capsule wardrobe philosophy is that while it's certainly very comfortable and it helps you know what to wear every day, it makes your life easier. But the downside to that is that you could end up wearing very similar things and preclude yourself from other options. And ultimately, guys, what will happen, well, what might happen and what happened for me is that you get bored of your wardrobe. I also think that this approach often fosters the idea that dressing ethically and being someone who has a sustainable approach to style is this one sort of look, only one way of dressing. My husband once saw me watching one of those capsule wardrobe videos and he said, all those people that you watch on YouTube, they all dress the same. There's the white shirt, the jeans, the blazer. It's all just really basic. And I thought, wow, actually, he's not wrong. And that's absolutely not to diss anyone's personal style. If your thing is simplicity and lots of neutrals, then more power to you. You do you. You probably look amazing. And I probably tried to emulate your Instagram photos and reels at some point. But I sort of miss people in the ethical fashion space that, you know, have a capsule wardrobe that incorporates more colors and textures and detailing and who get a bit more creative with their looks. I'd love to see more of that. Here I am saying this sort of thing. Well, I am definitely not this person, but yeah, we'll get to this later. So through analyzing what I like to wear and trying to follow this minimalist choose your formula mentality, I had come to the conclusion that skinny jeans, skinny jeans were my thing. I liked how they looked. I liked pairing them with knitwear or with looser tops that had more volume. And I loved how I could team them with my favorite ankle boots. For me, skinny jeans were it. And every other kind of jeans were just not for me. So you can hear it for yourself. I was stuck in a style rut. And this was the starting point of me being bored of my own wardrobe. So if this happens to you too, that your style just feels a bit, mm, but nothing, then maybe there's a rut going on that you need to break out of. What you can do to investigate this is that you can do what I did. For a week, I took a photo of what I wore every day. Just a simple selfie in my hallway mirror, nothing fancy, no filters or worrying about the photo looking good. I didn't post it anywhere or show it to anyone. It was just for me to see what my outfit actually looked like and what my outfits looked like over the course of a week because that's a good snapshot of what your, of what your style actually is on a day-to-day -day basis. So you can do this, take a few days where every day you take a photo of how you dress and this has to be a normal, regular week in your life, not like a special week where you dress up every day, not when you're on holiday or somewhere atypical for your day-to-day, -day. a normal week in your life and even if you feel like 
this is a boring outfit. It's not worth photographing. That's exactly why you should photograph it. At the end of those few days, sit down and have a good look. Go over the photos. What do you see that you like and that maybe you don't like that much? When I went over my photos, I was so disappointed to see so much of the same. So many skinny jeans and graphic t-shirt outfits. It was same, same, same every day. Skinny jeans, ankle boots, biker jacket, graphic t-shirt. I felt bored just flipping through those photos. I mean, sure, they looked, they looked cool, but yeah, it was, it was not very exciting, to say the least. So I found myself thinking, isn't this my personal style? Isn't this, you know, my formula that works for me? Isn't that what the experts have been saying? I'd found it. Where had I gone wrong? How could I be so bored of this? So this is something that you might discover as well, that one part of your personal style formula is not working for you anymore, or that you just need to add something new, which is how I felt. I looked at those photos and I thought, I have got to mix things up. All those skinny jeans, yeah, it's just looking boring. So I decided to shake things up, but I had no clue where to start. So I went on to my favorite fashion inspiration tool, Pinterest. And I pinned away looking for different styles of jeans. Instagram is also obviously a great source of inspiration. So I highly recommend taking some time just to gather inspiration and look for things that you love. This is a very fun thing to do. I've spent many Sunday mornings on Pinterest And in this case, it can be helpful to use tools like Pinterest to look for things that you love, but maybe that you've always thought were not for you and that you, quote unquote, could not really wear. If there's something that you've decided against in the past, but you sort of keep eyeing that thing, sort of wishing you could give it a try, now is the time. And this is where sustainable fashion tricks come in. If you're hesitant to buy something that is a step outside of your comfort zone and you're not sure that you will actually love this, then go to one of those renting websites, I'll put some of them in the show notes, and rent it for a week or so. That way you can try it out, you can see how it feels, see how you feel wearing it, and decide whether to buy one or to let this one go. As for me, I ended up on Depop and I bought a pair of boyfriend jeans. A distressed, high-waisted pair. It was definitely not skinny. And guess what, guys? I loved it. Instantly, my graphic t-shirts looked more interesting. My biker jacket felt different. And my ankle boots, they got this updated twist to them. They went just as well with this design, only that the whole outfit now looked brand new, with one single pair of jeans. I felt like such a big part of my wardrobe was completely renewed. And that is the power of breaking out of a rut. So the lesson here is, you don't have to overhaul your entire style. Just try one item that goes against your comfort zone, but that you still like. 
Try that one unexpected thing and see how you feel. You might realize that you love it and want to make it a part of your wardrobe, or you might decide that it's not quite right. But even then, even in that case, you will have opened the gates to trying new things, which will make it that much easier to maybe try out another style that's out of your comfort zone and get more creative. So this is what brought me where I am right now, sitting on my sofa wearing a pair of high-waist, wide-leg jeans. The kind of jeans that just a couple of years ago I thought would make me look like a clown. And now they're my favorite pair in all of my wardrobe. I still obviously have my skinny jeans. I have not given them up. This is not about discarding as much as it is adding. So I still wear my skinnies, still love them, but now I just mix things up a bit more. These high-waist, wide-leg jeans, they were actually my first purchase from Vinted. Vinted is a second-hand shopping app, which I love. And when I tried them, I realized that actually I love wide-leg trousers. And no, I am not too short for them. I can actually even wear them with flats. And both my t-shirts and my knitwear love these jeans. They look amazing with everything. And to think that I would never have discovered this if I hadn't taken a leap beyond my comfort zone. Now, one thing to keep in mind while you're experimenting is do not, I repeat, do not fall into a trap where you just buy and buy lots of stuff that you might not even want or need just to try things. This is the equivalent of when you stop dieting and you just eat fries and cupcakes all day just because now you can. Sure, it might, you know, feel liberating and exciting to see those giant plates, dish after dish, burgers, fries, all those delectable cupcakes, but how are you going to feel afterwards? Chances are pretty crappy. Only in this wardrobe equivalent, it's not a stomachache that you will get, but a guilty conscience from overloading our planet with more and more excessive consumption, which is exactly what we should be working to reduce. So be mindful, stay conscious, try one new thing at a time. And once you found something that you love, enjoy that one until you actually need another. With these jeans I'm wearing now, within like the first day of trying them, I immediately was back on Vinted looking for the same pair in a darker blue, a black. Why not a white? I don't even like white trousers, but hey, who cares? We're breaking out of our comfort zones, right? Luckily, I stopped myself in time. Try to resist that urge to buy everything. If you get into a groove of wanting to try on lots of things, one thing that you can do is go to a shop and just try things on. You don't need to buy anything. Just spend some time in that fitting room, getting to know different cuts and textures and colors, just things that catch your eye that you might be interested in buying but aren't sure yet. Once again, take photos, snap a few shots of yourself, learn what you love and what you don't love, what's a keeper and what's best left on the shelf. 
Then next time you're in, in a charity shop or on a secondhand shopping app or you're visiting the website of your favorite ethical retailer, you'll have more of an idea of what exactly it is that you're looking for. Also, make sure that you're not just trying new things for the sake of it. I remember when I decided to bring more color into my wardrobe. That's a topic for another episode. Black is my ultimate comfort zone. It's my comfort color. But every once in a while, I have these these flashes when I decide to, you know what, I'm going to dress more colorful. So I ended up with this bright orange sweater that only goes with black, which is not a, not, not a problem for me, really. But also, it's quite difficult to match. It's not very easy to slot into my wardrobe at all. So it ended up being a complicated garment. I still have it because I quite like the fit and I like the texture of it. And I mostly wear it to work from home on days that I don't have any meetings. And the only person who will see me is my husband, who's seen me wear all kinds of crazy things. So what I've learned from this orange sweater experience is to proceed with caution. So if your comfort zone is black or neutrals and you want to bring more color in, then go for it. But stay mindful. Ask yourself some questions while you're shopping. Like, what will you wear this with? When will you wear it? How does this garment or accessory fit into your life? If you see this item elevating your wardrobe and your life, then consider whipping out the credit card. If not, best to put it back on the rack for now. So basically, I think that breaking out of your fashion comfort zone can be hugely beneficial to your personal style. It has the potential to not only improve your personal style, but also make getting dressed more fun. Definitely. Since I've ventured outside my comfort zone, I have so much more fun getting dressed now that I'm out of that whole uniform mindset and more in touch with that bravery and courage I had back in my clueless 20s. And you know what? I actually feel more like myself wearing my clothes now that I'm not that confined to that one sort of uniform. So be brave. Do take the plunge. Come to the dark side. We've got great clothes. So yeah, I hope that this this episode resonated with you and emboldened you when it comes to being a bit more daring with your personal style. And with this, guys, on this brave and encouraging note, we have come to the very last episode of season two of Catwalk Rebel. It has been such a wild ride. I am still so inspired by all of the amazing people that we've had on the show this season. We have discussed everything from silk and wool to charity shops and comfort zones. And if you've had even 10% as much fun listening to this season as I have had making it, then I consider season two a huge, huge success. So yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into Catwalk Rebel. You have no idea how much it means to me to know that you're listening. 
And as always, if you have any questions or thoughts or suggestions, then please do connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Catwalk Rebel. You can find me at Sasha Camilli on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you like this episode or other episodes of this season or last season, then please leave a review in the podcast app. That would make my day. And also, we're at the very end of this season, so I want to know what you guys think. Please do leave a review. You can also head to the website and sign up to our newsletter and get a free ebook on finding your personal style. And you will also receive news on topics like the ones we have covered this season and last season. Thank you, as always, to David Camilli for our sound and our music. Thanks to our sponsors for the season. And thank you so, so much once again to all of you for tuning into season two. We will be back soon with season three. And in the meantime, have a fabulous, rebellious day. Bye, Rebels.